Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host. Thank you, Bonquita. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And today we are talking about Happily Ever After, Truth Hurts. How you doing, Coupon Queen Ben? I am awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. But let me tell you, another episode of Happily Ever After, and I'm just like, wah, 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 wah. I know. I am not impressed with this cast i mean again i have to say angela and michael are the most exciting thing that are happening to this cast because it seems we have a couple of casts you know a couple of couples that aren't even married and then we have the jenny and samit story it, what are we doing here? Great question. What are we doing here? Because I agree with you. Uh, Jenny Samit, um, if we dive into it, because really all we see them is take a little bit of a getaway. They leave the city for a little bit. They're at a hotel. Uh, they want to just do adventurous things, become free. And that's Wait, pretty much let, it. Let, let, no, but let's be real. It's not they want to do adventurous things <laughs> Samit wants to do adventurous things <laughs> you're right because, because you know it's like he's like let's go zip lining let's do this let's go kayaking and Jenny's just like I hmm? just want to sit and you know be next to you and it's like what in the world why go on a vacation you could have stayed home to sit next to each other and be next to each other and do nothing you're absolutely right you know this is where the age gap comes in for jenny and samit who don't know who haven't really discovered fully of this problem you know again samit is very young he wants to do adventurous things with his partner and we've got jenny here who's just like i pretty much live my life i just want to chill out <laughs> Yeah, I'm really not understanding this. I'm I'm not getting this at all. So it's like she wants him to go into retirement mode with her. But, you know, he's feeling like, hey, I've got to work. I've got to go. Because, you know, we see these two also have the conversation of him going back to work with what he was doing when he was Mike Jones. And he's going to work six days a week this is what he's discussing with jenny and jenny is not too happy about that jenny doesn't realize that he who's making money here like jenny's not working well we find out later on social media she is working at a hotel i'm not sure if that's true or not we're still waiting to confirm about it, it was a couple months ago when we saw that picture of her but anyways I'm just like, 
Jenny, you can't live off TLC checks. I'm sorry. You cannot. Okay. And Samit is still young. He still needs to make money somehow because there's no way this relationship ain't going to work. This is where I'm just so like, I'm so like confused about her choosing Samit and especially this age gap and each other. Because again, look, you're going to bump into another problem. She's going to go into another tantrum. And then what's going to happen? Like, this guy still needs to work. I don't know about you. Yeah, he still needs to work. He's young. I mean, he doesn't need to live the retirement life with her. Yeah, she's older. But I mean, and it's not like she can't go to work. If she is working in a hotel, that's amazing. But I mean... It, it's like what is she thinking what why is she thinking that you know he was supposed to just stop working because he got married to her how are they supposed to live exactly tlc checks are not going to cut it i don't know what they are thinking and it's just oh my god uh, you know i'm curious to see what's going to happen next week because what did we see? Yes, they do more adventurous things, but there was something else that they were kind of in the midst of, which I just drew a blank. I don't know. Some brain fog just came in. Yeah, no, me. they were having this conversation, you know, about what they're going to do and what the future holds for them. But it's it's like, I, I'm not too sure. Like, I know it seems like they love each other, but... I have to say, Jenny, like, love, it takes more than love to get through this marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Who knows? So, are we done with this couple? Let's move on. Okay, so we also saw Bilal and Shaida. And <laughs> they're going, okay, I have to ask this. TLC, do you deliberately find the most expensive stores that nobody's ever heard of in America? <laughs> because I've never seen some of these stores. And let's put it this way I live in New York City, which can be one of the most expensive places. In the whole entire country. And. It's like. Okay. They go into these little places. And it's like $400 for a board game. Why? $250 for a pillow. Why? And these are little stores. That you've like never heard of. These aren't like really boutique stores. These are just the home decorating places in it and i keep trying to figure out where do they find these places but we see Bilal and Shaida going to get you know going to decorate because as she said and she said this before you know his home needs more of a woman's touch which i definitely agree everything is white it's 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 kind of weird so she wants to bring a little bit of color which we find out that Bilal is really not into color. Who would have thought? You know, but he's trying to work with her because she's even picked the 
pink shirt that he's wearing in their side interview, which he's not happy about, but she loves those Caribbean colors. Now, we see them go to the store and she picks out a pillow and a tooth pillow is beautiful teal velvet pillow, but it's $250. (laughs) And we're starting to see this uh, kind of experience almost resembling that of uh Thais and Patrick where in other words everything is super duper expensive now the funny thing is they're going to pick out a piece of furniture some decoration and he points out this book on marriage which he picks up and he's like trying to point out things to Shaida but then the store happens to be attached to a baby store and it's like uh oh I, I when i first saw that i knew where this was going she's already having baby fever she has pointed out that she is 37 years old several times and she's letting him know that her biological clock is ticking She's looking at this and she's trying to convince him that this should make him want to have a baby. I don't know where she got that idea, but I I I don't know how she thought that. What do you think? Oh my gosh, this whole baby talk is driving Bilal crazy. But you know, I in my gut feeling is he doesn't want to have a kid, period. I think so. I think so. And and that's really what the issue is. And he's like so upset with it. He goes and he talks to his mom about it. And it really kind of seems like at first he thought, which I was thinking, his mom was going to be on his side. But then his mom says something very interesting because he asks when she and his father got married how long did it take them to have a baby? And he literally says, she literally says to him, a month. They got married and they were pregnant a month later. And he's like, whoa. But I really think, like you said, he may not want to have a baby, period. Now, what he's not thinking is, Okay, you're saying wait a couple of years. A couple of years, okay, she will be like 39, 40. Here is the thought, Bilal. At 39 or 40, by the time your child is 10, that makes you 50. Is that what you want to be doing? Not to say that it can't be done, but it's like, why not start now? Or either tell her, you really don't want to have a child. But it seems like he already knows if she, if he tells her that, she's going to leave. Because remember, it is written into their prenuptial agreement. So we have to see what these two are going to do. Yeah, I'm curious because honestly, there's 
the fact that Bilal went to his mom and asked, how long did it take them to have a baby? Buddy, you've been married before. Why don't you ask yourself that question? Like, it's just, I don't know. He needs to be more honest with her and say, listen, this is not what I wanted, but he carries on right, this thing. Right, And And I think that's the real issue is because he actually admits that when he was married before, he didn't want to have children right away. And now I'm kind of getting a sense of that's why he and Shahida did not work out. Because even though he's willing to do everything for his children, she, you know, he wanted to wait with her as well. And the children, having children didn't wait. So, yeah. I agree. Anything else to add before we move on? Nope. Right. So... I'm not going to talk about Ed and Liz because really there wasn't much to it. And I just want to say this, Liz, nobody else in this goddamn world or in this universe wants Ed. Not even if there's UFOs in existence or other different types of creatures on this planet that's half human. I don't think they want Ed. Okay, so let's just put that out there. That's the funny thing is. I, I don't think she gets that, that no one wants this guy. I've been seeing that all over Twitter. No one wants Ed. So, yeah, she she seems to want him. Girl, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Who do you want to talk about next? Because seriously, that's enough about Ed and Liz. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see. Who do we have left? We got Libby and Andre. Uh, we got Kim and Usman and Angela. Uh, let's go with Kimberly and Usman. Um, because that was pretty interesting. That was, you know... I'm not sure if Usman really thought that that whole bringing Kimberly to his friend thing was going to work. Because we see, you know, remember Kimberly is in, she's in Nigeria to, you know, figure out if things are really going to work and try to meet his family and, you know, talk about having a second wife. But Usman brings her to his friend who is supposed to, according to what he said in the side interview, make her feel comfortable with the idea of having a second wife. Because if you remember the last conversation they had, she said she didn't want to see this woman. She didn't want to know this woman. She didn't want to be in any way connected to this woman. Um, But because she wasn't willing to have more children, she was allowing him to continue his line and you know, have more children with another woman. So his friend is letting her know that, yeah, you know, he also has two wives. He has two wives and they know about each other. They, you know, he loves them equally. Now, for whatever reason, Kimberly's under the impression that she's got like first wife privileges and, you know, He's not going to love them equally. He's going to love her more than he loves the other wife. 
And I'm like, I don't know where she got this from because I don't ever remember hearing this. But the funny thing is what seems to happen now is Usman starts to add numbers of wives. He's like, well, maybe you know what? It'll be you and three other wives, so I'll have four wives. And I'm like, oh, boy. She just agreed to one, and now you're adding, like, two to three more people. Please don't. <laughs> and, you know, his friend is letting, is making this weird suggestion that what Kimberly should do is bring the child to America and then that way, you know, the child can be in America with her and, you know, she should bring the other woman and they can become friends. <laughs> I, I really don't know how he thought that that was going to work. They can become <laughs> friends. I'm like, wait, what? She just told you she didn't want to be in the same room as this woman. Or the same country as this woman. So how in the world do you could think you're going to convince her to bring this woman and her child to America so that they can be friends? Like, wow. They're going to be friends, guys. But, you know, Kimberly, just at the very mention of three more wives, is not happy. And she takes the milkshake and she just throws it in Usman's face. And she walks off because she is not happy at all. The funny thing is, he gets up, he goes after her, he goes, follows her. They both get in the car, they're driving back to the hotel. And they're having this debate about, you know... It's so disrespectful. You should have known and this and that. And, you know, she's arguing, well, hey, you know, I agree to one wife, not four. You're being disrespectful. And it's like, okay, we're playing who's disrespecting who. But either both of them have their point and they're not agreeing. So they get back to the hotel. And one thing that Kimberly says is she wants to leave. She wants to leave. She's going to borrow money for a ticket so she can go home. And she walks out the door. Now, I think what got me was the look on Usman's face. When he looks and he goes, uh, you know, he has that just look of, wait, she's really might be leaving. I really might have lost my ticket to America. You know, because we all know that Usman's big idea is to come to America and win a Grammy. He's not really happy with, hey, I love this person. I love that person. It's just come to America and get a Grammy. So I don't know what these two are going to do because it seems like he's trying to talk to her and she doesn't want to hear him. She keeps like pushing him away and telling him to leave her alone so I don't know what these two are going to do well like you mentioned before the biggest thing that Usman wants is to win that international superstar Grammy in his hands so this is tough you know for him to say like you know I can have four potential wives buddy like who look who you're dealing with 
This guy's always tr- playing with fire and doesn't realize that's his one-way ticket to America. Also, Kimberly is still foolish to be in this relationship. And how are they happily ever after if they're not even married? Can someone explain that to me? Seriously? How does this even but, count? That's what I've been asking is how does this count? How does he count? How does how do big Ed and Liz count? Like how do these people count when they're happily ever after and, and they're not married? It doesn't make sense at all. It really doesn't make sense. But overall, with this situation here, you know, Kimberly is at any point, she just picks up and leaves. She reminds me of Angela. Like, I'm done. I'm done. This relationship is done, Michael. I'm done. So I feel like Kimberly is going to go back in that way. And, you know, she'll probably get up and leave. I don't know. But then we've seen Kimberly in the past just, you know, she knows how to play the game. She's at that age that she knows how to play the game where she'll he'll feel really bad because again that's his one-way ticket but she's obviously thinking oh he still loves me and still cares for me he's probably going to rent out somewhere um in that hotel room and beg for forgiveness because he knows that's her that's his only one-way ticket that is true that is true we have seen her do that so i don't know i don't know because we see these two somewhat talking next week and her trying to walk away. So I don't know if she's actually going to leave or if she's going to stay or what. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Okay. Let's do, oh my gosh, let's just get Libby and Andre out of the way. I was going to say that. So Libby is doing some singing coach, um, singing lessons with a singing coach. And, you know, this is her thing now. She wants to sing. Of course, the TLC checks are doing well. Also, um, Andre murdering many more refrigerators of America. It seems like he's becoming successful in that industry. Um, that's his niche. And, you know, she decides to, you know what, let me focus on singing. So she sees this singing coach. Uh, they do some warmups and stuff. She does say, you know, she's a bit rusty. It's been such a long time, but she does have a, a, a specific voice that's unique. And, you know, she can make it far. She really focuses on it. So we see that little glimpse happen um, with them. But also, um, what did you think of Libby's voice? I'm going to say, you know, yes, it was rusty. I agree with the singing coach. I'm not a professional, but, you know, we do have some sense of who's a good singer, who not. I'm not a good singer. I'll tell you that. But No, she's pretty good. I I, I like her voice. I like her voice. But I I just I was focused more on when. You know, the singing coach asks her, well, what genre of music does she want to go into? And she's like, nursery rhymes. And I will, I have to give it to the coach because she just sat there like, oh, okay. (laughs) And she even plays it off like, there's not very many people going into that field of music but you know i do see a lot on youtube and the one thing you know she does admit is that particular genre even though there aren't people literally seeking to go into 
hey, let's make nursery rhymes, it is a saturated market because you can click on YouTube and find just about anybody singing Mary Had a Little Lamb or the alphabet song or something. So, yeah. I I don't I don't know what's going to differentiate her and other people, but like the woman said, she has young people, t- young children too. She knows that you can, you know, throw a stone and hit a new uh, nursery rhyme or children's song on YouTube. I feel like she just said nursery rhymes from last week because let's say, I feel like this is my whole theory. I feel like she wants to do either country, pop or something because when she was asked last week, what did you want to do? And she just said nursery rhymes out of nowhere. I felt like she was thinking of, well, if I say the other four genres or maybe she wanted to do rap, I don't know. She probably thought she was not going to be criticized and judged as much. So she figured saying nursery rhymes, at least this way, it's like, you know, it's for kids. I'm not going to be as judged. That's my way of thinking, because to be honest, I don't think she's there for the nursery rhymes. I feel like she's just saying it um, because she doesn't want to get super judged by her whole entire family and the people that were at the party. That's just my theory, because there's no way that. She, she, I feel like she had to come up with that on the spot because, again, she didn't expect to have a guest at her house asking her a million one questions. That's true. That's true. So regardless, um, compared to the video on Instagram that she posted, I did not like how her voice sounded. But then hearing her through the episode, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, she's got work yeah, to do like wasn't... anybody else. Yeah, it wasn't bad on, you know... It wasn't really bad on 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 the episode, but it was like I don't know. It sounded like she was kind of auto tuned when she did that that thing that she posted on social media. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I feel like she was. Another thing here um, with this whole segment of Libby and Andre, we do find out that Andre's dad is coming from Moldova and staying for a couple weeks. But we also learned that his mom couldn't be there with them because it's been taking forever the process for her, which I'm kind of curious because has she ever made it into the United States? Because it seems like it's always his dad who ends up um, getting approved and coming here. Right, that was the weird thing because we we always see you know we're we're all love we all love Papa Andre, but his mom has never come as far as we know. I I think the only time we saw her was when, you know, for family Libby was when they did the whole wedding in Moldova. But other than that, I don't think we've really seen her in America. Yeah, no, we haven't really seen them, to be honest. Sorry, her, we haven't seen her. Um, It's unfortunate because I'm kind of curious to why that's always happening because he's always saying, you know, it's taking forever. Like, we don't know. Maybe because she hasn't left the country, it's become harder. Or I have no idea. It just doesn't make sense to me how one can make it. Well, obviously, his dad has a history of coming to the United States and returning when he's supposed to. So um, it becomes easier for him. But mom, I don't know what's going on. It'd be nice to see mom there you know, visit America. Yeah, it definitely would. It definitely would. Maybe that's a good question to ask Tammy or Tamika. 
Tamina, yeah, Sorry, that Tamina. would be. I, because I, I don't know. It's like she's never the one to make it. It's always dad. So mm. I, I don't know why it seems like her visa is always taking a bit longer than his. Yeah, considering if she doesn't work, like I don't know. I feel like I'm going off topic here, but that's definitely a great question to ask. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. Tim, Tim. <laughs> I'm recovering a cold, people. Forgive me. <laughs> she means Tamina. Tamina. Tamina, Tamina Watson. There we go. Our expert, our expert immigration lawyer. <laughs> She's definitely an expert, that's for sure. I'm like, damn. <laughs> She's dealt with almost every situation in the book. It's crazy. Um, so his dad arrives, which is nice. And, you know, Ellie's a bit older now. He hasn't seen her in such a long time. Um, but Andre is being asked to meet up with Libby's mom to clear the air. I, you know, and how, okay. I'm trying not to rabbit hole about that whole situation, <laughs> but how, what is this clear the air thing? Because it seems like no matter what, she's choosing Charlie over everybody. You know, she's, well, you drink as much as he does. And, you know, I I don't care if they were two of Alcoholic Anonymous's, you know, point people. Yeah, his behavior is, his behavior is horrible. Mm -hmm. And if people don't want to be around that behavior, they shouldn't be forced to come to your party because you want to have a party. No one should for be forced to be around it. And I, and I get, you know, hey, he's your child, but if everyone else wants to go, that's fine. But I mean, this man literally assaulted Andre. So he's supposed to put his, himself in a room and possibly put himself in harm's way again? I mean, the fact that he left the business, the family business, and 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 didn't speak to anyone else again, really should speak volumes. This is going to be tough because we've seen this happen in the past where he tries to, he's forced into a situation where he has to apologize to people, but people don't want it. So I feel like they just keep doing this vicious circle of him having to apologize but you have to apologize like because you have to apologize and it's all your fault and it's just like oh god i'm just sick and tired of this family because again this has become a snooze fest of a season where we're seeing the same stuff happen over and over and over i agree i agree it's just like what the heck mm -hmm. what the heck what the heck is right? So, I don't know. I don't know. We will see where this, where the family Libby goes. <laughs> or as we call them, Andre and his royal subject, Libby. Andre and his royal subject. That's right. Now, let's move on to Angela. We didn't see much of her this week either. Uh, but we do see her playing with her grandchildren. And then she decides to call Michael because 
It's his birthday. It's, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so we find out that it's Michael's birthday, and the kids are actually more excited for Michael to come than Angela has been, maybe because she's getting some TikTok loving. But um, <laughs> yeah, she is on the fence about it because she says you know he's not, hasn't been too supportive and let's be real you know would you be excited to see someone that when you ask them to do something that says hey I'll do it if you pay me five thousand dollars like <laughs> I mean I I know like a- Angela's things are sometimes unreal and kind of ridiculous but I'll do it if you pay me five thousand like, let's be serious. The the thing of when somebody is ridiculous is not necessarily get ridiculous back. And and I think that's what he's doing. It's like, I'm getting ridiculous back because you're ridiculous. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, you know she's talking about it and then she goes out with the kids to go eat and you know or the grids as she calls them and Skyla and you know Skyla's actually talking some sense like you know hey maybe he's doing that you know because you're doing it and everybody has social media like why can't this man have social media and I really think it's a matter of She's thinking that way because she's already talking to her Canadian boo, you know, so it's super weird, but it's not uncommon for Angela. She's the same person that, you know, remember the picture with the woman in the back talking to some other dude and she's upset because he was in a picture with another woman. So... I don't know but this is one where I have to say again nobody's checking for Michael not really I've never said oh you know what let me slide into Michael's DMs like I no 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 one's fighting you for Michael especially since he's seems so determined to be with you Angela no one is fighting you for Michael I, I, I'm i not getting that <laughs> oh boy you know it's crazy how she's I guess finding her happiness with this boo from Canada and Michael, like you mentioned, he can't even have social media or even just become like actually have a life. I just want to see one as the breaking point of Michael in order to break off this relationship because we kind of see some stuff go down on next week's episode, which we don't know if they're going to play it next week or the week after. They always tend to do that just to kind of, you know, keep us on our toes. But I just, Michael lives an unfair life. But he's lived an unfair life for a while. And at this point, he kind of can't afford for Angela to leave him. Remember, he's not working. 
He's no, not he working. He's living off of Angela. So should Angela leave him, he will be missing a whole entire income. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. This is really one where I have no clue how this is going to work out. But the funny thing is the fam clan and I have seen Angela on TikTok doing lives and inviting people onto her live. So yeah, she is officially on social media, not just Instagram. Hmm. Yeah. She's done a live. We've also caught oh uh, let's see. Who have I seen live? I've seen Angela Asuelu. Asuelu actually got banned a couple of times. Well, not banned. Really? But, uh yeah, he went to TikTok jail a couple of times because um and it wasn't any he he didn't really do anything wrong. He was just doing some Samoan dancing and they said that he got reported for indecent exposure and nudity. Wow. So he went to TikTok jail just for like dancing. So now he, he does lives, but like he'll sing or he'll show like what the kid what he and the kids are doing. Like they just went to I think Disney World or something. Um so yeah. And then Jabri, of course, had to be on TikTok um, doing whatever. I didn't watch that one too long. But yeah, Angela's usually dancing or talking or inviting people to her lives. So, yep, those are the ones I've seen so far. I haven't seen anyone else on TikTok, but yeah. Interesting. <laughs> interesting okay well yeah i didn't know that well we'll find out next week what happens to the rest of these couples um yeah it's what episode two and we have to go through how many more episodes (laughs) i know i know it's so crazy it is so crazy very crazy we will see we will see we will see but guys don't forget to check out the single life oh my god i cannot wait to talk about this so catch us tomorrow for the single life or if you're like some people you can wait till 12 a.m eastern time for that episode to release um i know i'm so excited to talk about the single life it was good it was great i i need more i'm just there's some things i got annoyed about but you know what guys you got to tune in tomorrow for the single life recap and don't forget to check out cqp moments podcast and the queen pin and the wingman available on your favorite podcast platform and that's all we have for now bye guys i'm anthony and i'm jessica with the beautiful feet podcast Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queenpin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to 
a little, little bit of everything, everything with, with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 